Hello, I'm your host, Charmaine, and welcome to Beautiful Gems. Hey, you. It's so good to see you. I'm happy you made it. That's right. You're getting ready to meet one of my nearest and dearest allies. Which one? Let's see if you remember when I said this. Another type of ally are the raw truth tellers. My daughter and my homie. You will need these people in your life. They have strong headlamps of thought to illuminate your blind spots. They aren't always appreciated as they should be, though, because the truth can hurt. However, we all know the truth sets you free. So always be sure to thank these allies in your life right after you finish crying. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You know I love y'all. You're still not sure who it is? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Let's see if I can make it a little easier for you. Remember this? This last ally, though, you are fortunate if you have one in a lifetime. The very, very special agents who have a similar life path and purpose to you. You are meant to work closely with them. For me, that's my homie. Like I said in the first episode, you'll meet her later in the second season. Yes, that's right. We're getting ready to go meet homie. Let's take a walk. Her house is right over there. Something else you should know about her is that she's a speaker, a writer, and an up-and-coming author. In fact, I bet she has her pen and paper out right now. All right, here we go. Let's go knock on her door. How are you? Welcome. Hi, homie. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Look who I brought by. Oh, wow. Nice to meet you. Come in. Come in. Get comfortable. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having us over. Oh, my pleasure. Welcome. Glad to have you. So I told our friend here, that you're going to discuss how you are your own ally, frenemy, enemy, or the unbothered to yourself. So um, is everybody comfortable? I'm comfortable. Are you guys comfortable? Yeah, I am too. Awesome. Let's get started. So I call you homie, but what would you like our friend here to call you? Oh, that's a great question, homie. Um, (laughs) This is what we do, homie, homie. My name is Teresa. However, some know me as Shrell. Both are my name. So I go by both names. You can call me either one, either Teresa or Shrell. Okay. So how about we go with Teresa? Just so that that works. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we start out with our favorite. Ally. And so can you tell us how you feel that you are your best ally? Well, I actually um, believe that 
I the one thing I would do first and foremost is to lean on my own allies. Um, that is one of my go-tos as my own ally. Um, I call them my rocks. Um, that would be my for my closest friends. Um, example, my homie. <laughs> um, I have my family and my close friends as well. Those are the ones that I call my coworkers in the mind, as you as you've referenced. I lean on my self care, my independence. Uh, I also write and journal. What that does is it gives me a greater understanding of myself, um, especially through painful and unpleasant experiences. So to to be my own ally, I've learned self love. Um, how I do that is through self-care and pampering principles. Um, that's that pampering principles is a huge part um, of my growth. I remember that book, homie, pampering principles, because uh, we went through that together. Right. We read yes. that book together. Go ahead. It was a book by Debrina Jackson Gandy. Yeah. And it was called the sacred pampering principles. And there was a quote that. I pulled out of that at a time in my life when I needed to express from the heart. Mm. So I wanted to, as my own ally, tap into my emotional to really understand what I was feeling. And there was a quote in the book that she, that, that stood out to me uh, that really helped me with this, which is she said, journaling is a tool for getting to know yourself better. And so that is a major way that I have become my own ally and and probably have been since childhood because I was always writing. I was always, I always had a pen and paper somewhere to jot down my thoughts, my feelings, and to express myself, um, be it through just like that, expressions uh, through a journal poetry, or any other form of writing um, in order to basically, I guess, uh, truly understand what I was feeling, what I was going through. And it did help me to endure, overcome. And it was through understanding myself better that allowed me to truly become my best ally. Mm. It took me a long time. But I had to learn to trust myself um, and in making decisions that that helped me make better decisions for myself. And there was a time when I would go to others and get their opinions and get their feedback in there. But I found that to be my own ally, I had to go within. Mm-hmm. I had to be with myself. Talk to myself, you know, listen to my inner voice, what my feelings were within me um, in order to truly align and remain in alignment with who I truly am. It was like being your own best friend. Mm -hmm. So although I would go out to lean on my rocks, my family and friends, what I learned through the process of becoming my own best ally was to really, truly go within, rely on, depend on, and listen to myself 
in order to gain a true understanding of myself. So I would say that that relationship with self Mm -hmm. was a huge and is still a huge part of being my own ally. Okay. And so, you know, there were two things that you said that really um, stuck out to me. And, you know, the first is journaling. We went on a lot of our um, journeys together. And that's a that's a note for, you know, you as a fellow minor that you can actually go on this inner work or this this journey with other people. They can accompany you. Right. Your allies. And. When you turn to yourself, what I found interesting about what you said is the journaling, because that's something that we both did kind of. Uh, simultaneously, we, we've done many things together when, in that inner work journey, right? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> and um, you brought up a great book. Love that book. Love the author. The thing that stood out to me the most about what you said, like I said, two things, that you journaled. And in journaling, that basically helped you to know yourself. And when you think about it over a period of time, You can go back, right? Because we've discussed this, going back to entries a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and seeing yourself as you are in those different periods and and understanding your progress in your inner journey. Uh, So I'd love for you to talk about how the writing helped you there. And I, I think also the other thing that stood out was, you know what? Let's just start there and I'll come back around to number two. So how has the journaling helped you in getting to really know yourself better? Great question. What comes to mind first is it's it's exactly what you said, like going back to those journals. So my answer would be to go back to that journal and, and I'll read you some of the things that I've written. So, for example, When I originally decided to do the expressions from the heart, it was in 2019, or excuse me, 2009. Mm. And when I read that book, it was probably years prior. So I would, I would venture to throw out there maybe 2006, 2007. So that was years of pampering. And, and now here I am expressing. Uh, from the heart in 2009. And it says, it has been over a decade since I have written in an actual journal, and I've decided to try it out again. And I think that when I revisited this, uh, which I've done several times, I revisited this specific page and this specific journal more recent. And I wrote literally 10 years later, dot, 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 2019 notes from my planner. This is one of my favorite years. The year 2019 felt like the turning point in my life that I had been longing for. And so in answer to your question, how has it helped me to journal? It's basically provided me details and expressions from that moment. Basically, how I felt, what I thought, where I was in my growth process at that time. And it's almost, it is a record 
of that moment, those moments, those feelings, those thoughts, those feelings in time. And to be able to go back and reflect on them. For example, when I wrote the 2009, I hadn't written since I was a teenager at that point. So I literally could go back and look and reflect on what I wrote as a teenager, fast forward to that year, and then 10 years later. So these are two separate decades altogether mm-hmm. that that's 10 years of pain, 10 years of growth, 10 years of knowledge, 10 years of disappointments, 10 years of, I mean, in 10 years, you can, there's <laughs> children involved, there's <laughs> degrees or, or right. education, there's uh, so many people that have come in and out of your life, jobs, you know, just life, mm-hmm. those, that, that's life. Mm-hmm. So those journals are records of my life, my truth as it is, and how it's helped me to be my best ally is to be able to stand in my truth. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it because this is why we homies. Okay. Because I just have to say, I'm sorry. My fellow minor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am loving this. And the reason why is because I thought I was going to have to explain my next question, but I should have already known better that I wasn't going <laughs> to have to explain it because that's how connected we are. You just led right into it because I know my, you know. <laughs> you know my fellow minor you might be a little bit confused like where did this question come from (laughs) but she led right into it and I'm let me get to it in being your ally is it always comfortable being your ally wow what you just said a minute ago like really really kind of um explains why I asked that question because you said joys, you know, your, your pains, your, your living life. And in that moment of like, let's say journaling and reflecting and looking back, you know, we think of something like ally as something that's quote unquote good, but sometimes in being your ally, you have to look at things as hard. And to me, that is a part of being your best ally, having the courage to look at hard things which it sounds like you did. So that's where, you know, my question comes from and also us having to experience that life together. So I just love for you to share that. Yeah. When I reflect back on these years, um, it was not easy to be my own best ally, but that's what made it, like you said, best because it, if you're not able to look at your life, look at your self and look at your truth, good or bad, painful, joyful, the ups and downs of life are natural, the ebbs and flows as you will. And I am one of those people who I don't 
celebrate or enjoy those ebbs as much as the flows. However, I understand that as I reflected, those ebbs really refined me, if you will. It, it was kind of like um, sharpening. It, it, sometimes it cut. <laughs> it cut. But what it taught me was it, that I can heal. It taught me that I can grow. So that's where it made me my best ally to be able to look at my truth truthfully, being honest with myself, being in a sense vulnerable within myself, you know, to, to look back even at those expressions in 2009, I had to pause because it was painful. It was a, it was a point in my life where it was hard. It was painful. I, I was not doing well emotionally. I wasn't doing well as a mom. I was trying, but I think that being able to reflect back to celebrate, let's say the 2019, you know, this was my favorite year, one of my favorite years and everything was, it was almost like a turnaround, but I would not have been able to celebrate that if I had not gone through those lessons. And that's, that's where, you know, harsh lessons can become beautiful blessings in, in the, in the long term the ebbs and flows you're going to have naturally in life. Um, That's why you need your tools to get you through those hard times, I'll call them, because they're not good or bad at times. Looking back in my journals, some of those times were hard. They were quote unquote bad, but it strengthened me. It grew me, it sharpened me, and it was kind what I think I would call the, what's the word? The catalyst to a greater me, a better me. So yeah, although hard, it, it strengthened my bonds with my rocks. It strengthened the relationships I had with friends and family. But more than that, it strengthened my faith. It strengthened my relationship with God. And that's ultimately, as I reflect on these journals from even, like I said, a teenager. So I have these years of teenager, 20s, 30s. Now I'm moving into my 40s today. And it's it's like this progression in my faith, in my relationship with God. And in turn, it it formed this better understanding of myself mm-hmm. in order to have a better relationship with myself. And when I can do that, I come out and I have better relationship with others, no matter who they are. And my favorite part probably is how I can be someone else's ally, how I can get people through the, the mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I become someone who is a guide through my experiences Absolutely. in my journaling. So 
typically when I share my stories or I share my experiences with others, I come from a place of experience Mm -hmm. to help them through something. I can flip back to my journey. <laughs> let, me get, let, me, let, me, let me flip back in. So I think that's how I've used my journals as my best ally because I'm able to reflect back on me and grow, mm-hmm. learn, and have a better relationship with, again, myself and God, which extends to others. The next question I was going to ask you is about your relationship with God and how doing that inner work, yeah, how doing that inner work and being your best ally, how God was involved in that. Because truly you are never alone. You know, God is always with you. And so in that part of the process, especially when you're dealing with things that are painful and things that are hard, you may find yourself relying on God. I know in my case, very, I, I'm I'm trying to think of the right word, but I, I would say very intensely because it's it's not easy facing those hard things about you, facing the hard truths about what you may see and feel from others, and using that information without judgment, which you're like awesome at, homie. Like you are so good at that with, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that's just a natural part of your personality. At some point, I would love, love, love to get into that non-judgment because I feel like that's pivotal. I know for me, that's why self-compassion was huge. I had to learn how to have more self-compassion for myself and not judge myself. Right. Because if you judge yourself, then it, it kind of defeats the purpose of the process. And it's a learning process. And I think that's something to, important to remember. It's a learning process. Yes, we're here. We're living life. We're experiencing, but we're learning and, and growing. I mean, if you have anything to say about that, I'd be, you know, curious. But if not, that leads into enemies. Well, I mean, we can't lead into enemies without the protector. (laughs) So before I ever go into anything else, of course, I would elevate God. And, you know, not everyone calls him God. Some say divine, higher Mm -hmm. power, you Mm -hmm. know, et cetera. But I think for me, I, I often rely on my faith. Mm-hmm. I rely I, I rely on God heavily mm-hmm. since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I've always had a spiritual walk, if you will, connection. Um, so I venture to say that I don't move through life without. Mm, Connecting with, conversing with God, because in those ebbs, especially, see, it's easy to connect when you're on those flows and you're in the highs and the, you know, um, for example, in the 2009 journal, um, that was one of my best years. So it's, I'm celebrating and there's plenty of gratitude. I did 
a, a good things jar and that led to such gratitude in the following years that by 2019, it was like, I, all I could do is be thankful and grateful. And however, I think that a lot of my childhood into adulthood was painful. Mm. It was ebbs. It was a lot of valleys, a lot of ebbs. And there were times when my allies were not able to help me. My rocks were not able to help me. My family was not able to help me. It was me and God. Mm -hmm. And I have never experienced, if I have, I don't remember. I've never experienced a me and God as much as I did in 2020. And I think a lot of others can relate to that Mm -hmm. where you know, there was a time when that is all I had some days and and many nights in that specific time period. Um, And it just, I think the, because I'm able to reflect on these journals and reflect on my life and I have constant reminders of who I am, where I come from, how I am and why it, it helped when it was time, when it is time to go talk to God, because then I can go authentically. I don't have to go with a mask on, if you will, or with pretenses. It's almost like I've, I've always, I think I've always had this comfortable relationship with God where I can take this stuff to him, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as I say, um, or as they say, uh, in a sense to find comfort, but more so to get guidance. He is my strength when I am weak. And so when I have those ebbs and flows, I always try my best to converse, connect with, and in a sense, go within to spend time with God in order to gain guidance in this life you know like it's the it's it's the guide like it he is he is who gave me life and if I don't go back to my manufacturer they say um my maker then I'm 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 almost going through the mind blind I'm going through the mind without well we'll we'll get into that with the unbothered We we will get it. I hope that answers your question. That's a deep question that I that you know I yeah. It is it is a deep question, and you know um, sometimes you'll find that your allies have um, and I and I think I did mention this before that sometimes you'll be on kind of like similar tracks. The one thing about Homie and I, we do have a lot of similarities in. Not necessarily every single experience that we've had, but I want to say in just going through life and having a lot of ebbs, um, especially at a very young age and learning how to deal with these things internally and, and really going in to mine those gems early. Similarly to you, I've always had a relationship with God since I can remember since I was young. 
But you know, what I'm finding is that's not everybody's story, right? There are some people that feel very disconnected. There are some people that forget that they have their walkie-talkie of intuition, that they have their heavy machinery of prayer and meditation to receive that guidance, right, from God, to receive those messages. And I, I think that although 2020 was not an easy year, you did bring up a very pivotal point that, you know, it caused you to become closer to God. And I feel like that was for many people. You hear a lot more about spiritual awakenings and connections and things of that nature. And I think it's just important to remember that God is always here and always with you. When you take a breath, if you believe in God, right? The reason why you're able to even take a breath is because he is with you. His spirit he is you. You are a part of your maker, right? So you have this constant connection, whether you choose to acknowledge that or not, is different for every person or if you feel like you have the ability to. But don't put pressure on yourself comparing relationships that other people have with God to yourself. So if you're just coming into it, believe one, that God has always been with you, but also two, that that connection is readily available when you decide, right? And there's no pressure. It is huge what you just said about doing this type of mining work where if God is not involved, it's not going to work out well for you. You will get a lot of bumps and bruises and kind of be stumbling around. So I'm kind of curious to see where, you know, homie's going with the, uh, with the unbothered. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear. I would um, definitely say that, you know, the, the start of this conversation was how are you your best ally? Mm-hmm. And I would, I would end by saying that is my greatest ally. So although yes. I am my best ally, God, for me, is my greatest ally Absolutely. in this journey. Absolutely. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I pray that you build your relationship with God, love yourself unconditionally, and put in the work to mine, refine, and shine those gems.